ladies and gents. Uh, what? Monday, back to work. As I'm driving, I saw a billboard today. And I thought, hmm, there's got to be a better way. And guess who I got on the show today? Somebody who's going to show us a better way. And he's here, round two. Here we go. Let's do this thing. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right. Uh, We are, ladies and gentlemen, down one bro. Uh, The reason why is because he's spending some time today with... Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he went to Disneyland. It was his birthday on on the, the 27th. I think that was Saturday. Uh, and so I said, James, you can have the day off. No, he didn't ask permission. He's just doing it because that's his thing. So happy birthday, Ham. Hope you're having fun out there in Disneyland. Uh, and I will try to make you proud right here a little bit with some, with some fire intro. So let me tell you guys about my guest today. First of all, this is his second time on the show. The last time Jamar and I had a conversation, it was in person. Like we actually shook hands and, you know, made contact with another human being without masks. This was in 2019. Uh, And uh, Jamar owns a company called Promodrome. And his technology at the time when we started discussing it, I mean, we started off with... He got this drone that he had to kind of put together and figure out how it worked. And then he was like, ooh, maybe I can put a banner on this thing. And it didn't work out right, but he got better and better and better, found a partner. They spent a ton of time. They had patents pending. Dude, it's some incredible stuff. And so I just want to welcome to the show, Jamar Williams. Welcome to the program, my friend. Thanks, man. What an intro. I'm telling you. First, a phenomenal video. Then I get that, you know, five-star intro, (laughs) man. It makes me feel good. Thank you. I'm very, very honored to be here as your guest. So thank you for having me back. Awesome, man. my mouth again. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Look, uh, let, let's start off with some stuff. Uh, before we get into the amazing stuff that you're doing, uh, I want to know about your experience on the podcast when you came over to like where you are, where we are today. I, I kind of want to hear, because you're one of those unique individuals who came on board. I think your episode was like 300 and something. Uh, and I know it sounds like a lot, but we were still learning a lot at that time. Uh, compared to like today, I mean, you've received, you know, emails and text message reminders and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, booking was different. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what was it, what's it like today versus in the past? Well, congrats. I was actually going to say something about that. So I'm glad you started with that because the video, I'm not sure you had that video before or not, but it was very well produced. It really captures the spirit of the show. And I thought that was a great way to start. So, um, yeah, I think considering we're not in person again, it still has that feel like we are. We're connected. I think mm-hmm. the energy of this show is just great, regardless if it's in person or not. But the experience from booking the show, getting set up, the look, the feel, definitely uh, bravo for the for the upgrade. I'd love to see that that happen. So definitely did a good job on that. Well, I talked about a little bit at the beginning, kind of hinted on on where you were with your company. And, and like I said, when you started you started with like unpacking a drone that you kind of had to figure out how to do things and you re- you worked your way into creating a a platform essentially that allows people to advertise in a very unique way so without me spilling any more of those beans can you kind of refresh and let people know you know what is promo drone yeah absolutely well we're an aerial marketing tool that can be used in 
outdoor engagement at events. Uh, so we're we're running billboard advertisements via drone, um, and you can be an operator or a service provider. So if you're a marketing company, you can now have a drone at your event for activations, uh, more impressions, more engagement, all the cool things that brands are looking for in order to create an experience for their potential customers. We offer that in a highly attractive, easy to see, understand kind of concept. Uh, when we first chatted, we were excited because we had our first banner drone really working, right? So you've got a drone with static messages on a hex configuration, you know, six prop drone front back for great engagement at events. But it was like your really Gen two model, right? Yeah. See, we're great. Yeah, exactly. So where we're going um, now, since we spoke in last, we have our MVP prototype uh, digital display enclosure ready. So now we actually have digital advertisements. Uh, to be carried via drone that can be programmatic, rotate through any ad that you have, video or static advertisement, but in video format um, on this drone. So now you're talking programmatic, hyper-targeted drone information um, that can be to promote any brand experience, to provide a safety notification, Amber Alerts. So you're talking beyond just marketing because it's programmatic and rotational. You can put any kind of uh, public-facing communications uh, on it. So... Uh, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Got AI packed into it uh, where we're reading faces and can tell you the uh, demographics of your audience within the scope of our you know, uh, product. So we're talking uh, gender, age, uh, eventually how long they're looking at the advertisement, how they're engaging with the ad and have the ad respond to. Uh-oh, I think I lost your audio. I think you... Uh... Unmiked yourself for a second there. Yeah, there we go. You're back. Might, go might hit something. Uh, yeah, so it's it's exciting. So beyond just the technology, which we think is very awesome and has you know implications across a lot of different industries, what we are most excited about is how that this can have an impact on individual operators and users. So now, if you're a drone operator in Chicago, New York, Florida, you can license our technology and have this device available to fly these events. Uh, in your market. So now you have a business in a box experience where you have the technology, mm. the drone skills, you know, veterans that are that are post-military looking for new career options that have that technological experience that want to have that engaging uh, 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 opportunity, but also has that entrepreneurial go get it drive there, you know, to accomplish. This is a perfect opportunity, a business in a box format that gives you the tools and the support to pretty much dominate your market with in an area there's no competition you'll be a pioneer so i love it a business in a box you know and it's not multi-level marketing right no. so a business in a box that is not multi-level not that i have anything against multi-level i actually think they're they're a great way to get started in learning how a business operates but what you're offering is an opportunity for somebody to have an income stream which is absolutely huge as we approach five dollars a gallon in gas right here in san diego right like it's ridiculous so we need this side hustle um, over the last year, when we, when we met, it was October of 2019. And when you were describing your model to me, I was like, dude, that is so futuristic. Fast forward to today, two years. And it's not so futuristic anymore. As a matter of fact, it's very mainstream. Uh, and, and you actually package it in a way where somebody can make some extra dough. So I got to ask. When we spoke, it was 2019. We wouldn't, we didn't know that a few months down the road, COVID was going to hit the stop button. 
on major public events, concerts were closed, sporting events were closed. You had a whole year of where the core of your business was shut down. What did you do? Well, we experimented, right? Like everybody else. One, we were fortunate because we were able to uh, receive some of the stimulus funding for businesses, right? So one, we took advantage of the flexible financing opportunities that were a result. If you were a business owner and you didn't do that, then shame on you kind of deal, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just too much opportunity for you to get some some resources. So one, we did that to sustain. Two, we said, okay, if there's no big events, what about the small personal events, right? Where we're usually focused on several thousand people type experiences. What about a couple people or a small house party, private, a small gathering where before we had these, we could get in large groups where you're still stuck to seven, eight, less than 10 people in the household. What if we reduced our prices and tried to do it as a gender reveal option, a birthday party surprise announcement? And we got some good traction on it, but we realized in order to do that at scale, it would take a much longer time to get there. And we were still unsure what the world was going to look like in 12 months anyway. So we're kind of in a holding pattern. But what happened was everybody was in a holding pattern at the same time around the world. And it gave people an opportunity for the little hamsters in their wheels to start running faster and faster and thinking, what are we going to do post-COVID when things, mm -hmm. do we want to go back to that same job? Do we want to go back to that old life? Or do we want to control our destiny, control our future and find something that we can be in the driver's seat of to create a new reality, a new world that we kind of have this once in a lifetime opportunity to hit reset to some, to some degree, right? So what happened was our phones start ringing, South Korea, Australia, Africa, Mexico, Guam, Europe, all calling because, hey, we're looking at ways to maximize our drone. We want to do drone advertisement. We looked around the world and there's nobody that has it. You guys are the only ones we found that have it, that have a solution that works. Boom, we got our first licensing deal with Guam, which is just global contract for minimum three years, where we have another drone company in another country flying our banner system to monetize in an entirely different part of the world. So we're working on license two, three, four, five, and all of those things are in process while we're developing. So it gave us a chance to experiment with the pivot. Kind of didn't work out the way, you know, we kind of tested the waters. Phone rang. And then what happens is when when nature calls, it takes its course. You go where the calls come from. You know, all of a sudden we paired back our service model where we aren't flying the event so much ourselves. Now we're giving you five years of information condensed into a business in a box opportunity where we're teaching you everything that we had to learn by trial and error. We're giving you the keys to that. So you're going to learn how to go to market, who your customers are, how to engage those customers, what to say to them, what questions to ask, how to get an event. How do you book an event as a drone operator? We give you those support tools uh, as, as part of it. So now we're able to go from servicing, which we still do, more to providing the hardware as a vendor and infrastructure for you to do the, the job at hand. So pretty, pretty. Oh, yeah, we got little tricks like that now. I forgot to tell you about that. You so we got little video clips there. But, yeah, dude, hell yeah. So, you know, it, it reminds me of, like, uh, Jocko Wilkins. And I'm probably going to butcher it. But he talks about how, like, um, you know who Jocko is, right? Uh, no. He, he's, he my ignorance that one. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. He wrote a book uh, called Extreme Leadership. But he's, like, a like Navy SEAL type dude, right? Gotcha. And, yes, uh, and he's always talking about how, you know, there is no quit. Like you got to keep going in whatever you're doing. You keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. And if for whatever reason you have like some sort of barrier in front of you, you can always, you know, if you're going to stop, stop to regroup and then go forward. And I feel like that's what you did during COVID. It was like, all right, 
you put a lot of obstacles, some brick walls, maybe even the Great Wall of China in front of you, and you're looking at it, and you could have quit. You could have just ended right there and been like, well, the world is changing. I guess I need to change too. But instead, you you really took an introspective look into your business and figured out a way. Um, and I'm excited to hear about what like what these licensing agreements look like. I mean, you went from unpacking a drone to now you're doing licensing agreements and business in a box. Like what kind of people did you have to talk to? You know, what kind of person did you have to become in order to get that type of stuff moving across? Cause I, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure you didn't tell me you went to law school or you didn't have, you know, any, any type of technical background at first. Yeah, no, no, not at all. So ultimately, it's having a good team and a good network of people, advisors. We have a great team of advisors, a great support system. We're very fortunate to be in California, especially Southern California, the way they support small business growth. So a lot of those resources went to helping us. What what happened in terms of mindset was this was probably the biggest challenge we've ever faced to date as a company with the entire industry being disrupted. But I think for us, we pretty much had one of our best, if not our best year this year because of it, you know, and we got mostly inbound because, we, as you said before, it's incremental. We had enough incremental progress, enough provability, proof of concept, so that when you researched us and did you do diligence and homework, you felt that you had a brand you could trust for a new type of experience, a new career opportunity or whatever, you know. So we had to first put ourselves in a position where we could become the experts. So then what happened was the phone started ringing. You know, I wish I could say we had a magic ball, but what happened is once the phone starts ringing, you learn, you know, you open your mindset up to say, okay, we did things like this up to this point, but here's a customer that wants to pay you money, really good money to, you know, to be on your team, which means a couple of things. One, they're believers, right? They're the ultimate fans if they're willing to be number one, right? If you're willing to be first in line, I mean, you really want it. You really believe in it. So we really appreciate that. And we value that a lot. So we're happy that we could have gotten to that point. And then from there, you learn, you craft a, a product around what the customer uh, uh, is looking for and make it a win-win-win solution. So we've learned really to, to hunker down with our win-win-wins and not only in our what we deliver, but in our messaging, in the way we approach relationships, really making sure that we're driving as, as much value as we can to our partners and the people that believe in us as possible. Because we're not just coming in and refining something that's been done. We're pioneering an entirely new way to do something that's been new, right? These the drones have been around, ads have been around, but the combination of the two, there's no, you know, Timberland or Nike or Adidas of that yet. We're, we want to be that. We're going to be that company that becomes that. Whoop, I lost your sound again. I think your, your mic muted. But, and, and I wanted I wanted to cut in here anyways um you know what you're talking about you're treading a path there is no there is no road to success you're not trying to figure out what somebody else has done and do it as you know better or more efficiently you're literally creating this as you go uh, and you're doing it successfully like like there are certain steps that you've gotten things like figuring out how this drone works creating patents submitting the patents you know creating the content having the social proof there's a lot of that that happens so I kind of want to ask you about, work right because here's what it really comes down to when an entrepreneur starts and i'm in the same boat right i've spent many years with a business idea that turns into a business job that i own right the work and what it is that you do in your business will dictate whether this is self-employed or this is a true business and you said it subtly you know i got the right people in the right team in place but i want to know what work actually looks like for you when you first started what did your workday look like? What were you spending a lot of time doing compared to today 
what does your work life look like and what do you spend most of your time doing? Yeah, it's 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 different as it is, is 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 as much as it is the same in a lot of ways, meaning we still have a long road ahead of us, even though we've made some really good progress. And certain things just are part of the game to the end, you know. Um, well, and but in things in ways they're different, I would say initially we were doing a lot of understanding how to fit in a space that does, how to create a space that doesn't exist and how to message it in the right way to attract the right people to the platform. We understand our customer segments a lot better. We understand the value of our product and we have some proof of concept under our belt. So we're a lot more confident in our ability to say, hey, you know, we think this is awesome and you should be a part of it versus before we were trying to not necessarily convince but try, we didn't know enough, so we had to figure out through trial and error. Now we're refining our process. We have contracts in place. We can flex terms a little bit more as opposed to creating the terms. We can be flexible with terms now. We can change up how to, how to move forward versus how to figure out how to do things. Where a lot of my early days were figuring out how to fly the drone at an event, now we're how do we get this next-gen digital display drone optimized from a supply chain standpoint so we're cutting costs long term. So we're building in uh, uh, good opportunities to create discounts because our margins are good and, and giving uh, customers all the technology they want. So now it's it's how do you it's going from flying drones at events to managing uh, outsourced uh, development team for hardware and software and um, licensee expectations and feedback and marketing to a different enterprise level opportunity where these drones are coming in at a much higher price point than the current solution. So that's a different kind of targeted customer. So now your, your education changes where it's like, hey, drone advertising is here. Now it's like, here's how drone advertising is gonna really beef up the bottom line of your organization if you deploy this in these circumstances, how it's gonna save lives potentially through Amber Alert safety notifications, create smart venue experiences that can market while also being an eye in the sky for surveillance and security. We have those things mapped out. We have prospects in those individual markets. And we've actually um, just closed out early a Reg CF campaign. So we filed with the SEC to have shares available publicly through our Reg CF crowdfund um, that we did recently on Start Engine. So we've, in terms of, it's definitely a much more, um, you know, corporate kind of kind of feel now versus small business even though it's still small business and by all means you know we're growing we still need customers we're nowhere near that large gap customer but just the mindset in terms of um uh, the audience we're trying to reach the price point for the technology and really now becoming more of a supply chain manager project management around that end of things versus uh operator flying the drone to make money on that side so it's definitely you know, a, a big change in mindset faster than we were expecting it to happen. Dude, there's so many changes happening. I mean, so many things are moving so quickly. Um, one of the big changes is the development or the so many different platforms in the development of the metaverse, right? I mean, virtual reality is something we dreamt about as kids. Augmented reality seems like what is more legitimately going to happen. Uh, that's going to change the way we interact with advertisements. It's going to become very, very customized. Um, and so my question to you is seeing that the world is changing to that point of view where we're no longer going to be connected or as connected as we are right now to our phones, we'll still be connected to everyone, but in a different way. How does that, or has that even dropped in your mind and, and how does that affect your business? 
it supports what our vision of the future is. We we understand that that's the way that the world's going, and we're an extension of that. It's all about how the technology is used, right? Is it going to be used for good, bad, or anything in between kind of deal, right? And that ultimately creates either fear or, or love into the, whoever the end user is at the end of the day. How we look at information is accessibility is a good thing because, you know, ultimately as human beings, our psyche, our ultimate goal is to have as much positive pleasure response as possible with as little resistance to reach that, achieve that pleasure response, right? We don't want to always have to fight uphill to get results, right? We're rewarded by effort, but at the end of the day, we don't want to have to, you know, uh, if we could get these rewards without having to get so many of the resistances, then that's ultimately what we're working towards. And that's what all technology has ever been, right? Every invention that has served a positive purpose has been so that we can do something faster, better, and spend more time focusing on the pleasurable things than the things we have to do, so to speak, right? Cars get us from point A much faster than spending weeks by horse, you know, to get to the same destination kind of deal, right? Everything, Every invention does that. So when you look at the metaverse, what it's doing is, how can I connect you to a more pleasurable brand experience faster? How can I connect you to a single woman or single man faster? How can I help you find that job that matches your, you know, archetype faster? So you're spending less time digging through things that may be less relevant. Now with that also has to come some accountability, right? And, and, and who, who gets that data? What's that data being used for? And ultimately if we're getting, the feedback that's in line with what our consumer interests are, then I think that's, it could be very good. The problem is if you're going to get um, garbage in garbage out kind of scenario where they're bombarding you with impressionable ideas, impressionable concepts that you may not uh, have been exposed to or be interested in, and that can start to form thought man manipulation to some degree in, in, in mass to some degree. So for me, I think that the world ultimately wants a more connected and engaging experience. It's going digital. It's going to be where the conveniences of being connected through digital portals are going to start to have more clear benefits. There's always going to be this risk, you know, of the same thing that happens in social media, where you run the risk of people being so tied to it that it, it manipulates their self-awareness and identity and causes a lot of problems. And, and, and I think the difference of what we're doing is we're taking something like drone technology, which is traditionally clandestine sur surveying, which gives people fear. I don't know who the drone guy is, who's looking over my house. And we're making it very public and transparent. We're saying, hey, here's products and goods that you trust already at a baseball game where you can scan it, get tickets for your family to win a prize pack. Now there's a, a value exchange there where because you're integrating this technology into your life, there's there's you know an opportunity for you to benefit from it more so than just you know uh, collect your data and you're just now part of a statistical you know whatever. Um, we we're, Jamar, we're I, I like how I like how you said uh, drones traditionally, right? They, like, there's there is this much tradition in drones, right? But that's how fast our technology's moving, dude. I mean, I remember being a kid and wanting a remote control car. I definitely wanted to fly remote control planes. That was like far fetched, right? I watched the jets and stuff like that. In Dubai, I saw the other day that they have those uh, police bikes that fly up to 40 miles per hour now. So, I mean, this is gnarly stuff. You know, when you're talking metaverse and you're, you're, you're explaining all these different things, I'm, in my mind, all these capabilities, I'm thinking 
like you remember that scene in Back to the Future where Marty goes to the future and he sees that the Cubbies won the oh, World yeah. Series and or or Jaws comes out and like you know yeah. what I mean? Like that is the visual that I'm seeing as a connection from your type of drone out there promoting different companies and movies and whatever it is with the interaction of the person who's has their you know augmented reality glasses on or who's making that connection who's being targeted essentially exactly. because of who they are and what they what they're looking for i mean dude the future is here my friend here. it is here and and it looks different than we may have envisioned it from the optics standpoint i think it's a little more gradual in terms of the integration but conceptually that we're there i think we get it now i think our vision of the future is starting to shape up a little more clearly and you know like you said 10 years ago what what is a drone now you're talking how do you get digital displays on the drone that can tell you your audience reactions in 20 years even what we're doing today will be historic this will be they'll be like wow remember when drones used to have displays now they're doing this now they can do that and do that this this is a you know like the wright brothers the very first airplanes conceptually told the story but here we are 100 years later with planes that are supersonic, breaking sound barriers, can get you from here to there, run on little fuel. So all these cool things that you can have in, in technology to now just drones that are carrying passengers in that short amount of time. So imagine 100 years from now, if we're going to have drones that are flying advertising today, what will the world look like 100 years from now when this is going to be expected? It'll be so integrated. It's just like I couldn't imagine a world without this stuff happening as much as a telephone. Man, I like, I like to use the number of 100, like living to 100. If that's the case, I got about 60 years to go. In the first 40 that I've had here on planet Earth, holy moly, man. I went from turning the knob on a TV to like literally having TVs on a wall with no – just a projection. Like it's, it's like – bizarre stuff so what the next 60 years i have no idea what that's gonna hold but it's gonna be freaking amazing robot dogs you've got things that are you know drones you break a window you let the drone in and it can, can you know clear a building or detecting objects in a building see through walls infrared save lives look for search victims i mean it's it's tremendous and the cool thing that i like about it is because it's so new we're still finding every day so many different applications for it so there's a new career opportunity almost in, in so many different verticals because you can use it for surveying, geological research, uh, you know, uh, uh, eco type of informational, you know, scanning, advertising, photo, you name it. So it's, it's, it's exciting. We're very definitely at the infancy of this entire concept. And the fact that you have it patented makes it huge. Like that's the platform that's that's going to allow you to grow a, a good substantial size business. And at the very least, give you an option to exit if that's what you choose to do all right pending, you know, you, pending just to make the clarification pen pending pending. Pending. Pen pending right pen pending. Pen all right uh you know we're getting towards the end of the show so i you know i always like to make sure you know our number one slogan is to be of service to others so you know you're here on the business bros podcast and part of it is because you think i'm awesome and we have a great conversation but the other part of it is you're in need of something every business is in need of something what can uh, what can we help you with and how can how can people get a hold of you yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for that offer. Thanks for having me on the show again. Uh, right now, our most critical uh, need, I wouldn't say even say critical, but I would just say highest priority is, you know, funding, right? We're, we're a startup that's growing um, because we're in an R&D phase of our business. It just takes immense resources to, you know, figure things out and to invest in development like any product. So we're looking for investors. We're looking for opportunities for people to support who believe in our mission, our team, our traction, our progress, and want to be a part of the future of what the world looks like tomorrow. Not just, 
you know, next year, but five, 10, 15, 20 years out when we really have commanded this, this base and partners, you know, if you're interested in what we're doing, just drop us a line. You know, if you're interested uh, in drone advertising from a, being an operator or a drone pilot, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you just want to have a good story to, to share with the world, we're here to, to tell it. Um, but we're here to inspire to create something that we think is meaningful and to create a gateway of independence for people, you know, like myself, right? Like, for me, this is not just something I love to do. It's an opportunity for me to be in the driver's seat. So I understand how it feels to be able to be um, an entrepreneur, an executive of your own destiny, so to speak, right? So now we to be able to package that up and give that back to some degree is part of our mission. That makes me just feel incredible. Um, check me out on, uh, yeah, you have the websites here. We're on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. If you want to, you know, see, follow me on LinkedIn, Jamar Williams, just type me in, you'll find me. Uh, promo.drone on Instagram. That's probably our two biggest ones we focus on. We're on Twitter as well. Uh, standard stuff, you know, kind of deal. But thank you so much for having me. Just give me an opportunity to, to share a little bit about our company on Journey. We're super excited and just glad that, you know, we have so much interest that we do. Of course, of course. And dude, um, like anything, social proof is the, like, Cash is king. It's the king of the internet. It's the king of content. Like having social proof is what sets you apart from a lot of your competition because it's not you telling people how awesome you are. It's somebody else telling people how awesome you are. So we love video testimonials. So let me ask you, round two after the business bros, what was your experience like on the show? I had an amazing time. Um, I really think the format is streamlined. It feels good. Um, studio looks great. I think the graphics are great too. It really puts me in a sense of... Um, kind of fully produced mode here having this stuff going on so it kicks it up a little bit but um kudos to you all. i really love this portal it looks super super well designed clean bright colorful gotta look at these two handsome gents the faces on there you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> um but otherwise man yeah i think you, you guys did a great job just from keeping me informed easy to seamless to just get on the show no technical difficulties and uh great questions always just a good time to chat it up with you guys so Mar, thank you very much. Ladies and gents, look, there are certain things that are coming up in the future here that you're going to want to invest in. Now, if you got some of that extra cash sitting around, you might as well put it to work. And not that I'm giving you investment advice. I'm just giving you an opportunity to check out what people are doing. There are technologies, there are patents, there are things that are awesome. And every once in a while, you have an opportunity to take advantage of something when it's in its infancy. Trust me, we're a few years old here. I mean, Two years ago, he was on the show. Now he's got a new uh, approach to the way they're doing things, modified because of the world pandemic that happened. He's ready to take off again. So if you're interested, make sure you guys stop by www.promo-drone.co. The M fell off there, right? .co. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and one more time, happy birthday to James. Hope you're having a great time over there at Mickey Mouse. Happy birthday. happy birthday. Jamar, thank you very much. Ladies and gents, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Oh, I almost forgot. If you want, if you're interested in winning one of our 10 free vacations that we're giving away, sponsorship is through uh, hotelexcetera.com, then you got to answer one question in my DMs. Shoot me a DM and let me know, how can I help you? That's all you got to do. If you need a plumber, maybe you need some construction, maybe you need a drone, whatever it is that you want to do, send me a DM. I'll connect you with somebody in our massive network who is already doing that professionally to help you solve your problems. We'll enter both you into our 10 free giveaway vacations that we'll be giving away towards the end of this year, beginning of next year. So send me a DM, get entered, and then uh, that's it. Super easy. It's how you get your answers answered and you 
we, you help us send leads because that's what it's all about. I mean, we love sending leads to different people and helping you, you guys grow your businesses. All right, Jamar, thank you very much, ladies and gents. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.